now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift Vieira's Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. Today on an all-new Dr. Phil. How much money have you made in the last year? Nothing. Is this the laziest? My daughter doesn't have any money because she spends it. We have about 150 pairs of shoes. Most entitled generation ever. All she talks about is money. Money. 24 hours but a day. But money day makes in, the day, world day go round. She never stops you talking about it. You can't live without money. I don't care about money. We're the epitome of a dysfunctional family. Well, you're starting to convince me. Let's do it. If we're going to do something here that matters, then we got to deal with the truth. Show everybody. Here we go. If I can help get this family back on track, are you willing to do that? Ready, three, take. This is going to be a changing day in your life. Go, Dr. Phil. a seat. I think I will. Well, we've all heard the saying, there's no such thing as a free lunch. Well, today's guests only prove that wrong. They're also managing to finagle free rent while mom does their laundry. Sounds like a sweet deal, right? Well, apparently 80% of the college grads will return home to live with their parents. Some just never left. Now, I know the economy's bad right now, but the question is, are we raising a generation of entitled kids that are just plain lazy? Well, Dorothy says, after her son Johnny attended four and a half years of college, he never earned a degree, managed to blow through $84,000 of inheritance, all while moving in and out of mom's house. Now, after traveling the world, he's down to his last $162. And mom's afraid he's going to move in for good. Take a look. My son, Johnny, is a freeloader, a moocher, sponge, just wild child. My son has taken advantage of me. He doesn't come home to visit, he comes home to stay. From early morning till late at night, he's on the internet, Facebooking, shopping, and watching TV. I cook for him, clean for him. My mom says that I use her, that I only come to her house when I need something, and she always talks Johnny doesn't want a job. He said those are for chumps. I've never got a job. I don't want to work for anyone. Johnny has never paid any rent. He just assumes that's what parents are for. You shouldn't have kids if you don't expect them to come back. I've given Johnny over $100,000 that he's gone through since college. My mom is extremely greedy. She's a multimillionaire and she doesn't need the money. The money that Johnny coerced out of me was actually inheritance money from his grandparents to be used specifically for college. Johnny was admitted to Arizona State University. He did one semester, then he took the tuition money and bought a ticket to Japan, Thailand, and finally emailed me after a month and said, I'm in Cambodia. 
That was definitely an adventure. My goal is to get to every country in the world, and I've been to about a third of them. I just realized that I'd rather travel the world and enjoy life. I realized that college isn't everything. I would pay anything to have him get the degree. Johnny called a couple weeks ago from Panama, and of course he called to ask for money. One thing I know for certain is we're all gonna die. Other than that, life's an adventure, enjoy it. If Johnny doesn't stop this freeloading, I am going to move and not tell him where I'm living. She doesn't enjoy life, she doesn't enjoy her money, she just saves it, you know, and at the end of the day, you know, when she dies, she's, you know, it'd be great, she's loaded. Well, now, Dorothy says this all started when Johnny was young, so let's take a look. When Johnny was two and a half years old, he would just bang his head on the floor until we gave in. When he was seven years old, he didn't like the school that he was in, so we took him out. When he was in seventh grade, he had a little incident, so we changed schools. We always gave in, and we created a monster. We put Johnny in boarding school in Switzerland, and after two or three months, he was expelled for getting tattoos, for staying out drinking. After Johnny was expelled, he went to London to live with his dad. He was bored, and he lit off a firecracker in his dad's townhouse. Dad called the police, and the police escorted Johnny to the train station. When we lived in Moscow, Johnny was 15 years old. He threatened to burn down the house if I didn't give him $5,000. I actually gave him the money. Well, okay, so is there a problem here, or <laughs> is she just all... She's all thin out of shape. It's a, it's a load of crap. I mean, you know, where she said that she gave me $5,000, that's not true. That was money I rightfully earned. I was selling um, things on eBay. And I actually made that money, and my parents told me, you're just going to spend it on things that you want to spend it on, and we're not going to give it to you. And Where, Where'd you get the things you sold on eBay? I bought them myself. I bought Beanie Babies that I was selling on eBay at the time. Where'd you get the money to buy the Beanie Babies? I had saved it myself. I guess my parents had given it to me. Fine. A couple dollars here and there. Well, he was only 15, but he, I made when my he was younger, money, yeah. he was better. So you were 15 when you said, give right. me the 5000 Yes, but I... Or I'm going to burn down the house? I yes. legitimately made that money myself, and my parents had basically just taken it from me and held it. In... <laughs> but, yeah. So you took money they gave you to buy Beanie, Beanie Babies. Babies. And sell them online. And then you sold them online. And made a profit. Made a profit. And... And then they didn't want to give it back. Yeah, and they wouldn't give me the money, and... And so then, it just seems then the natural thing to do is... Would be to ask them for it is to threaten to burn down the house. No, I, I asked them That's for it That's what usually follows in most negotiations, right? <laughs> I want you to do something for me. No, well, I'll burn down your house. But well, I oh. actually was scared. I slept, <laughs> we gave in to him. I slept not in the house that night. I moved out and went and stayed someplace else. So you're afraid of him? Yes. Really? Yes. You're afraid he was going to burn you down in the house? Well, he had the can with the gasoline behind <laughs> the door. I mean, he really did. No, I faked the whole thing. <laughs> it, was, it was completely fake, the entire thing. So you're both deceitful and a bully. Exactly. Sure. Okay. I mean, we're the epitome of a dysfunctional family, if that's what you want to call it. Well, you're starting to convince me. <laughs> um, so do you think that she's greedy? Oh, she's completely greedy. That's all she ever talks about is money. Money this, money that, investments, you should be doing this, you should be making more money. That's, that's, she never talks about anything else. But you need money else. to live on, I said. This is it. Nobody lives for free. How much money have you made in the last year? <laughs> Nothing. 
Zero? Zero. No, Actually, no, I, I had no, a couple of drives. Made... I probably made a couple thousand dollars. Couple Actually, grand? no, I probably made five grand. What'd you do to make that? Uh, I bought and sold stuff on Craigslist. I did movie extra work. I did some promotional jobs. Uh, I was a hair model for a weekend. Had to bring that up, didn't you? Well. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty nice hair, you know. Yeah. But most of the jobs I found no, him, I drove him to the jobs. I picked him up like he was in kindergarten. So you found him jobs, you arranged the for them, job. you drove him, you, you set up the schedule, found the jobs, drove him well, to the jobs. Well, he found some of them, but I still had I to drive the them because he didn't have a car. Them. Yeah, because I was working on buying a car at the time, which okay, I did. Okay, have you lived with your mother off and on? Uh, twice. Twice? No. For how long? Uh, I believe the first time was like three months and the second time was like five. Nine. <laughs> well, okay. Did you charge him rent when he was there? Well, I tried to, and that's why I got him like the hair job. That was five hundred dollars. I said you could give that to me, you know, for part of the rent, the utilities, the internet. But no. Where did you come here from? Uh, I flew from Costa Rica. From Costa Rica. Yeah. Are you going back to Costa Rica? Yes. When you leave here, you're yes. going back to Costa Rica? Uh, actually, I, I live in, I'm trying to live in Panama, so that's where I'm going. Okay, you're going back to Panama? Well, yeah. last week was Panama. This <clears throat> week was Costa Rica. Yeah. So what are you, what are you going to do down there? Uh, I'm working on opening a sushi restaurant. I'm running a tour company, and I'm going to try and hike through the Darien Gap. Those are my next three major goals. Okay, uh, this tour company tours what? Uh, Panama. Just Panama? Panama. Yeah. How many tours have you led? Um, I haven't actually done any yet. I just... I've been hanging out with some cool people and been driving around Panama in my Suburban, so. So you haven't, you've only tour you've taken is yourself? I guess, no, I mean. And you've I, toured you, around to see where to go and stuff? I've taken lots of people all over Panama. I've been there for about two months now, driving people around. But do yeah. they pay you? Yes, they do pay me. Oh. I haven't been paying anything lately. Well, you must I've be rolling in the dough. <laughs> yeah. See, that was the plan. And so for nine months, he sat on the internet, he shopped for this car. He had $14,000 that he scammed out of me. No, I didn't scam it out of you. Well. How did he scam it out of you? I mean, well, let's just get to the bottom line here. Okay. You're, what you're describing here is, is a con artist, bully, scammer. He couldn't have said better. Right? Right. He had an accident a year and a half, or two years ago in Colombia. Serious motorcycle accident, and he could have been dead. So he survived, and the hospital bill for the surgery was like $14,000. So I went down to visit, and since you're in a foreign country, you have to pay up front. So he maxed out his money that he had, and then I, he said, you know, I'll pay you back when I get the insurance money. So I put it on my credit card. Did you say you'd give it back to her? Uh, I told her I'd give it back at the time, and then when I was living in her house, she came to an agreement with me that she said I could have it. Oh, she said I if did I got not. anything back from the insurance company, since I was dealing with them every day for about nine months on the phone, she said I could have it back. With did you say no, you I could didn't. give the no. money back or not? No. I okay. expected to get it back. I mean, I'm not Santa Claus. It was Well, apparently Christmas, you are, but... but uh, <laughs> So I just want to, I want to see what your parenting strategy has been here. You say that you tried to bribe him with a card to make him graduate from college. Right. And that didn't work. You said you've cooked meals, cleaned the room while he watched TV and surfed the internet eight hours a day. Yeah. Right. Well, fair. he's looking for this car and he yeah, found right. it. You found him odd jobs. You would drive him there. You didn't charge rent. You allowed him to stay there, use the internet without paying anything. You parked on the street so he could have the garage to work on his car. Oh, when dune buggy he bought. When? He bought the dune <laughs> buggy. Okay, you, you gave him $84,000 inheritance, which was meant for education, even though he wasn't in school. 
Right, exactly. Were, were you the trustee? No, no, it was from the grandparents, and it was only 50000 but he calculated 6% over the last six years, compounded daily, da da da, came up with some odd figure of 84000 and I, the stress was killing me. I just wrote the check. So he just badgered you into it? Yes. I mean, so bad that we had to call the police. I'm just getting her side of the story. I want to hear from you in a minute. You actually took him to the police station to make him move out? Well, this was when he was torturing me about that money. You greedy mother, you this. It's not your money. I said, okay, we're going to the bank. I'll finally give you the money if you'll leave. So I drove to the police station instead. And... As soon as we got there, he jumped out of the car like the little doughboy and ran away. We'll be right back. <laughs> Tomorrow on an all-new Dr. Phil. Cosmetic surgery disasters. I just feel like I was betrayed. She's accused of injecting patients with toxins. Cement, tire sealant, glue. We'll hear from the suspect. They're lying. If anybody's the victim, it's me. And the man charged as her accomplice. I knew she wasn't a doctor. I knew. She's a monster. Uh, You're a monster. You said that Shaquanda needs to woman up. You are lying. I have none of you. It's not just my child. That's tomorrow. Johnny had this dream that he's driving to Peru in a truck that runs on vegetable oil. When Johnny's truck broke down, we had it towed to the border of Nevada. Now Johnny expected to come home and live with me. And I said, no. She threatened to leave me the border. She threatened everything. So he barricaded himself in my car with the keys. And the police surrounded the car, finally made him get out, and I went home in peace. After I got home, I felt bad for him, so I said, oh, well, why don't you come home? At the end of the day, her threats don't mean anything. When did he lock himself in the car? What happened was they towed the car. They only could tow it to the Nevada border. I live in Las Vegas. So they dropped the car off at Prim. Well, the truck, the monster truck with the dog. So then he jumped in my car and locked himself in with the dog and expected to come home with me while, you know, they waited to get a mechanic to fix the truck to go to South America. We're still going to South America with this truck. You locked yourself in her car? I don't know. With the puppy. That. I don't even know what So she's I called about. the hotel security. They I came out. I have no idea what she's talking oh, come on. You, <laughs> you, you, I'm, I'm honestly sitting here and I don't remember that. Well, at I said all. you're not I have no coming idea home. What she's talking about. So I said you're not coming home. So he and the puppy were in the car and I was outside. This was in Prim. I, I won't remember she the name. basically came, helped me, I got insurance on the car, they towed me to the border, and she left me there at a hotel and I said, fine. Right. Well after I don't the, deal with your crap. I did leave him there, but first the security from the hotel came out, the police came out, they surrounded us like it was a big And you don't remember I, this? Honestly, I don't believe that. Okay, you're in Prim, Nevada, surrounded by police. You don't you think I would remember that? I would think <laughs> she you likes would. to make up stories, she likes so, to lie, she well, likes seriously, to she's just one as much of, of a con artist as I am. Has a serious break with reality here. Yeah. D- d- so I, so I finally wanted... they got him out and I drove home and I wanted to get him out before dark because I don't like to drive in the dark and I left him there and I felt bad. Okay, you're at the border of California and Nevada. We've right. gone to pick him up. He gets in your car because he wants to go home with you. Right. And he locks the door and says, I'm not letting you in unless you let me go home with you. Right, with the dog. With the dog. Okay, so you call the police because you're locked out of your car. The police show up. Right. They surround the car. Right. 
Well, because they didn't know. They thought maybe he's okay. crazy. No, 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 you know? no, no. Stop, stop, <laughs> stop. Okay, now, mm. did that happen? I honestly don't remember it happening. I don't believe it happened. I drove my car, or my car got towed to the border, and I went in the hotel because she was being crazy. And I said, I'll stay in the hotel. <clears throat> don't worry about it. Well, see, I didn't want to deal with her crap see, anymore. See, that sounds to me like a lie. Okay. Because you say, oh, I just don't remember it. I you're, remember going You don't to want to take a <laughs> solid stance that it didn't happen. You're saying, I don't remember it. I, that sounds like you're waffling around. Then you say she was acting crazy. Sounds like the craziness would be associated with wanting to get you out of the car. So there's a lot of things that kind of point to the fact that this did happen, and you just don't want to own it. I don't know why, because it's one of the least offensive things that um, I have on my list that you've done. <laughs> I'm just trying to get oh, to... I'm here to be honest. I'm and, just, well, and then let's start now. I'm, I'm honestly sitting did, here and saying... Okay, did you, did, you not, did you want to go home with her that day? You wanted her to take you back? When I first got in her car, we were talking about it, and I was talking about going home with her. She was so rude, so insulting, yelled at me about my truck the entire time. She made it very clear that she didn't want me to go home with her. And when my car got to the border and there was a hotel there for 20 bucks a night, I said... 35. I'll stay there. No, it was 25. <laughs> so I do actually remember the event. And I went okay. to the hotel and I said, I don't want to stay with you. Why would I want to stay with someone that's going to treat me like crap all the time? And so okay. I went to the hotel. But wasn't this after you were locked in the car and the police came? No. What? No, it wasn't. But, but you said no, but you said you nodded yes and said no. <laughs> that's what you want to sit here and, and believe? Go for it. I really... I was not locked in the car. The police did not surround the car. I got out of her car voluntarily, and I walked into the hotel and booked my room. I said, I don't want to stay with you if you're going to treat me this way, and that was it. In a strange and convoluted way, I actually kind of agree with some of your thinking. Okay. And I'm going to explain what that is after I take a much-needed break. <laughs> we'll, we'll be right back. two children, a daughter who is very responsible, and Johnny. My daughter is the perfect child, and I don't give her enough credit. I mean, she went to school, she has a wonderful job, she is so nice to me, but my relationship with Johnny is ruining mine with hers. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ladies and gentlemen. What are you doing? What do you mean? I'm making Just keep it simple. I'm making the promo. Just keep it simple. Just say, hey, we're the Brav Bros. Two guys that talk about Bravo. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we're the Brav Bros. No. Oh. Dude, stop with the voice. Just the vo keep it simple. I've seen promos on TV, dude. This is how you get the fans engaged. This is how you get listeners. We're trying to get listeners here. If we just say, oh, we're two dudes that talk about Bravo, people are going to get tired of it already. We need some oomph. All right, then fine. Let's try to do it with your voice. Brav Bros. Good job. 
on Oops! The Podcast. Join me, comedian Julio Gallarotti, as I examine everyday life, the mistakes, the bad decisions, the goals, the jokes, the social engagements, and all things in between. I'm joined every week by producer and personal confidant, Ryan Lynch, various other comedians for witty, candid, and intoxicating conversation. Our listeners love Oops! for its sophisticated banter, aka your mom could listen, and many feel like they're in the room with us chopping it up with old pals. You can find every episode of the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. I believe that my mother enables Johnny because she appreciates the attention. She secretly likes the drama that it brings and she doesn't know how to draw the line or have the discipline to put her foot down and really make him become self-sufficient. My brother really needs to learn that money doesn't grow on trees and that you have to earn it and you have to earn it by starting somewhere and starting somewhere is not from begging your parents for money or being abusive towards them to get what you want. Dr. Film, I really hope you can help. Well, Johnny's sister Kristen says that her brother does not contribute anything to society, has no responsibilities, and has never had a job. Now, Kristen is joining us via phone all the way from Australia. Kristen, are you there? Yes, I am. Hi, Dr. Phil. Hi. Um, here talking at your mother and <laughs> brother. I don't think I'm connecting very well, but we are talking. You think your brother's not exactly getting traction in life? No, I don't. Um, as you've mentioned, he's... Uh, been able to float along and fly by the seat of his pants uh, at the expense of my mother's finance. So really no responsibility or no need to try and get a job. So you think she enables him? Absolutely. Yeah. Do you think you do? Yes. Okay. So we can agree on that. Now, I'm, um, I I'm real curious about this. You, you, you said some things, and I'll, I'll let Kristen listen to this and chime in any time. You said, for my mom to say I abused the privilege of coming home is a load of crap. You would think that she would have the courtesy to let her kids stay with her. Yeah, but I said that in the context that I've made her a lot of money. I helped sell one of her houses in Las Vegas. I showed her Australia where she's bought and sold several apartments and made a lot of money there. And for her to say that I'm freeloading after I've helped her through all that stuff is kind of a load of crap, I think. Okay, so, and you, when you were, you were living at home. Was he living at home when he was helping you sell this house on Craigslist? Yes. And you wanted to charge her $35,000? I didn't want to charge her anything. I didn't ask for any part of it. I just helped her because that's what I thought I should do. What do you want from me? Well, I want to know how I stop. I can't say no. How do I stop this behavior? So this really doesn't have anything to do with him. Well, he tortures me till I give in. I haven't asked her, I haven't talked to her in the last six months because Four. I can't deal with her crap. And my and sister hasn't talked to her and avoids her like the plague because she knows that my mom is toxic and is rude and is insulting about everything, never has a positive thing to say. So why would you want something like that in your life that's going to bring you down? I mean, I'm, my whole life is based around positive affirmation, having a good life, enjoying yourself, being with people you like being with, and having a good time. And if that's a problem, if that's not what I should be doing with my life, I don't really care. I'm enjoying myself. Well, I think we all would do that if somebody else funded it. If you want to go off and be like Indiana Jones and, and, and <laughs> go into the, you just hike through some pass or something, mm -hmm. which, if that's what you want to do, what, why do you care? 
Oh, I don't care. I'm happy, but he does it on my money. Why? No. Just quit giving him money. And well, she has. I got the phone call two weeks ago. And it was? It was the whole, I said, why do kids call their parents? They need money. No, he my called. credit card was stolen and it blocked. Was, and It was a good story, and I believed it. And so he said, can you just put $200 in my account? And I said, no. I was so proud of myself. And then you put it in. Well, then I thought about it, and I thought... <laughs> And I thought, oh, he, he, his birthday was in September, so I emailed him and said, happy birthday, and I went to the bank and put, it was only $200. You don't want to have him move home with you, right? Exactly, but if you don't have money, you can't live. I said to and him... And if I make my own money and do my own thing, I, I haven't said, asked you for anything. Well, you just asked me for $200. He's an adult. But mm. I'm paid for no, all his world no, travels. <laughs> I paid for everything. He's crazy, never, he worked one month in his this life. This is what I have to deal with on a regular basis, and you wonder why I try and to avoid it. The $14,000, I don't want to take him All to court. All she talks about is money. Money. 24 hours a day, day in, Because money makes the world go out. round. She never stops talking about it. You can't live it. without money. I don't care about money. I'm over it. I well, don't want any Well, he doesn't care because he doesn't have any. <laughs> You've got nothing to lose. I'm enjoying my life. I'm honestly, truly happy in everything that I'm I doing know. right now. What you need to do is give yourself permission to tell him no and your permission to love him as your son, even though you don't love all the decisions he makes. You might not think it's prudent to be 27 years old and going around the world, living hand to mouth, day to day, couch surfing, you know, living in a truck, doing this, doing that. That might not be what you would want to do, but that's you. That's not him. And since he's old enough to make those choices, when you choose the behavior, you choose the consequences. He winds up broke, he winds up broke. If you let him come back and you put him back on your payroll, then you're a fool, because that isn't helping him. You need to understand that telling him no is the best thing that you can do for him, because you two have this enmeshed relationship that really is unhealthy. You really don't want to do that. And when you give him money, understand you're doing it for you, not for him. You're doing it because it makes you feel better in the moment. It makes you feel like you have input. It makes you feel like you have control. You're not doing it as a gift to him. You're doing it so you can keep your hooks in your boy. And I'm the best mom in the world for, you know, that two minutes. Yeah. You know, and yeah, I and like that. You just that. get that high, don't yes, you? Yes, I do. She wants people to feel sorry for her. And so yeah, she... Well, I don't. So, <laughs> so here's the thing. You, you have to stop doing that to make yourself feel better. It doesn't help him. You two, send her a card, say hi. If you don't want to know where you live, move, get a post office box. But if you continue to do this with him, this is a really sick relationship. You can love him without loving his ideas. You, you might right. not love the choices he's making, but you still love him. Right, but then I will never see him again. What's well, the that point? That may be. That's the future. We're still in the present. We're What's, right here. Oh, sorry. Oh, we'll see how that unfolds. And maybe he'll come back and see you just because he misses you. Maybe he'll come back because he wants something. But if you want something and you give it to him, you'll do it with the full knowledge that you're doing it to cripple him and make you feel better in the moment because that's what's happening. And you need to stop doing that. Okay? Now, y'all, I'm going to talk to another situation, <laughs> and I want you to listen to everything that we talk about. And what I'm talking about is there's a mom here that she says her 24-year-old daughter is a freeloader. Now, she doesn't live in another country. She does live at home. And her mother says, all right, I'm putting my foot down. I want you out of here in eight months. Eight months. We'll be right back. <laughs>
I do everything. I clean her room, I do her laundry, I cook. I do everything for that little girl because she doesn't do anything for herself. Closed captioning provided by... says that she makes her daughter Alexis bed, cleans her room, does her laundry, cooks all of her meals, and no, her daughter is not a child. She's actually a 24-year-old college grad who mom says needs to get out of the house, be on her own. Take a look. My daughter Alexis is a freeloader. She doesn't pay for anything in the house, and she doesn't do anything in the house. My parents think I'm a freeloader. I disagree. She doesn't pay for toiletries. She doesn't pay for shampoo, conditioners. I clean her room. I do her laundry. I cook. She doesn't do anything for herself. I'm not really good at cooking. I'm working all day long while my mom's at home doing laundry. I don't know what the big deal is. I'm never there, so I'm out of their hair. Alexis is a lazy, slobby, Person. She comes home, takes a nap right after work, waits for supper. That's like living in a hotel. Alexis did say that her generation was allowed to live at home for nothing. A lot of my friends that I know all live at their parents. She said, well, I don't have to pay rent. Dad makes enough money. She doesn't pay for anything, so he's a freeloader. I don't have that much money coming in. She doesn't have any money because she goes out and spends it on shoes and on clothes. I have a lot of shoes. I think I have about 150 pairs of shoes or more. Alexis's closet is the biggest closet in the house. Nobody else has a closet like that. All the clothes and shoes and tops in Alexis's closet would uh, approximately be uh, thousands and thousands of dollars. I'd say maybe $10,000. Alexis is spending all this money. I really would prefer Alexis to save the money for her own place. I want her out by the time she's 25, which is in eight months. Okay, now you think that you should be allowed to live at home. I just finished school in June, and I just got my full-time status job in September. A lot of my friends are in the same transition. They just finished university, they're entering the, the workforce, About and they still, live, they still live at their parents, and they're not getting pressured every single day to move out. They're just... Eight months. Why do you want her out? Because I want her to get her own life. I want to go visit her at her apartment. I want to go, I don't want to do her laundry anymore. I want her to do it. I want her to do, take care of herself. Okay, you see, here's, let me, let me tell you what I think about this seriously. Mm -hmm. I do think that when the economy goes down like it has, although you have a job, right? Yeah. When the economy goes down, it is true that sometimes families have to consolidate some. You know, sometimes people have to move home, they have to live under one roof. You'll have grandparents that come live with their kids. You'll have, you know, kids that live with their parents. You, you consolidate because it's just one of the things that you do. She wants me to move out. This is, the reason why it upsets me is because she, she really wants me to move out so I can have my own life. But everything she says is, I can't wait to come over to your house. I can't wait to make you spaghetti. It's, it's like a fairy tale. And the realistic point of view is that you need to buy furniture. I, I don't have any some. furniture. Yeah. I'm not ask, that's the thing is, I've proud, I pride myself on not asking my parents for anything. I work since I was 14 years old. I, I buy my own things, but I never run to them for money. I just do my own thing. I work, I come home, and... I come home, and? And what do you do? What do you do when you come home? Do you do laundry? 
Do you cook for me? Well, the, let, let me just go through this. Let me tell you. Let, let me tell you what she said. Yeah. <laughs> You're uh, home all day. Yeah, we're going to go through that. Okay. Here, here's what she says: that <laughs> she she gives you five dollars for coffee every morning. True. True. No, she makes me coffee in the morning. I, mean, I make your coffee. Sometimes I give it to you when I don't. When you don't have no time, you have to no, stop no. at Timmy's. Yes, you do. You yes, I do. And you say, okay, I'm going to give you five bucks. Go for a coffee. Exactly. But then I didn't ask you for five bucks. For well, coffee. I give it to you. That's you gave it to me. Why would you, you put that in my face? Four hundred dollars for a trip to Vegas. Well, I'm giving it to her. She's going in October. I didn't even know that. Oh uh, well, surprise. She's going October twentieth. Okay. <laughs> With her girlfriends to Las Vegas. <laughs> So she needs some money for Do that. you buy the dog food? Yes, I do. I buy dog food. Sometimes. She I buys buy the it. good I dog buy. food because she buys the groceries. Do you buy the groceries? Food. Yes, I do. Do you buy the shampoo? Yes, I do. The soap, the yeah, lotion, everything. the hair products? Everything. Do you make her bed? Yes, sometimes. Do you I do. clean yes. her room? I make my own bed. No, yeah. Do you do laundry? And she makes her bed. Dr. Phil, she made the bed because you guys were coming to film at home. That's not that room true. has been a freaking mess. <laughs> That's her, not we true. We have to yell at her to clean up that room. Yes, it's true, Alexis. Don't say it's not true. Did you buy her an $800 dog? Yes, I did. That was a birthday present. And then you went and got another dog? Yeah. yeah. So you have two dogs? I love my yeah. dogs. Who feeds the dog? Uh, wait a minute. She surprised me dog. with the other Who dog. cleans up after the dog? I clean up after the no, dog. No, you don't. Nobody agrees on anything. You say you clean up after the dogs. You say you don't. You say you make your bed. You say you don't. Dogs. She does not. I mean, be honest. I, okay. I'm going to be honest. I work. I come home. And naps. I take naps. When I was in university, my days would start at 6 in the morning, I'd finish at 3, and I'd have to be at class by 4, and I wouldn't get home before 11 o'clock. This wouldn't give me much time to do my laundry or cook or any of that stuff. I would actually you eat know, out when you went to school, time. it was fine for me to do it. I didn't mind. Yeah, but this just happened. I just finished. Yes, and now it's going to go away. Ta-ta. I am going to put some verbs in my sentences Wait. and tell you what I think when we come back. We'll be right back. <laughs> Tomorrow on an all-new Dr. Phil. Cosmetic surgery disasters. She came in in tears saying, I really look like a monster. This is kind of hard to imagine that somebody would do this. I just feel betrayed. That's tomorrow. Closed captioning provided by... Alexis, on Fridays when we're cooking, she'll wait till food is ready and then she'll leave to go spend the weekend with the boyfriend after she eats. She knows she won't have to spend money on supper that night. Now, Maria says Alexis is a freeloader who doesn't pay for anything. Now, her excuse is, well, she says she doesn't have any money. Um, but you do have money because you make money. What do you do with your money? Because you don't pay rent, you don't pay food, you don't pay car, you don't pay... What do you do with your money? Whatever money you have, what do you do with it? I pay for a car, I have a phone bill, I, I do live a life, I go out on weekends with my boyfriend, we go to the movies, we go for breakfast, uh, and I, I don't consider it freeloading, I'm, <laughs> it's my money, I worked for it. I don't understand what she wants from me, like she well, wants... Well, let's be clear, what do you want with precision, what do you want? I want her to save her money so that she can move out in but eight months. I am doing that. No. I have been doing that. I've been paying off my... How much my... do you have saved? Yeah. No, I haven't started saving. I've been paying off my student debts. What student debt? I have... Okay, what so student debt? I paid for your university. You paid for my tuition. I bought my books. Yeah. I paid for the gas to get to school every oh. day. I paid for parking. You, you say you won't move out because you don't want to live in a dingy apartment. 
the reality is that an, a decent apartment, I'm not talking luxury, I'm talking like it's clean and the faucets are working. Okay, you say you don't have money to pay for a refrigerator and stove and all of those things. Well, yeah, right now have, I live right? at my parents. I have the same bedroom set from when I was a little kid. I'd have to go out, buy a bedroom set, I'd have to buy a couch, I'd have to buy a stove, a fridge, all these things. And are you afraid to live on your own? I'm very afraid to live on my own. I'm petrified of living on my own. And I think that my mom pressuring me every day doesn't make it even better. It just makes me more uncomfortable about you it. You say you have this huge room at home for all your yeah. stuff and your closet and everything like that, and there's no way you could replicate that if you went to an apartment, right? No, no. My, my bedroom, I moved down to the basement when I was 12 years old. And I've painted my own walls. I decorated my own room. I, I, everything that's in that room, I bought myself. And that's not in six months. This is over the years, living in my parents' house since I was five. That and built you that closet. And if you stay home, you have extra money to go on trips and stuff. Yeah. I, and if you move out, you can't do that. Probably not, which is the case for a lot of people. And you said if you move out, you're actually going to be more of a burden to them because you're going to need to be asking them for money. I think that if So you're I, doing them a favor by staying home because no, it's I'm cheaper. No, I'm not doing a favor. That's not right. <laughs> what well, no, I mean you would is, if you don't, you don't need yeah. money from now. You just live there. Yeah, Whereas because I have a, you might need money. Exactly. Standard of living is it's very high and you know, I'd have to I'd run to them for everything and I want to run for them. I've never done that before. I don't want to start now. Mm -hmm. I've never you don't asked have them to for run anything. to us for that. We just did it for you. So you didn't have to but run to us. This is not the way I was raised. It's not the way I'm going to choose to live my life. I don't want to depend on my parents. When I move out, I want it to be for good and I have plans to move out. Yeah, 8 months. My my thing was more like a year, not more than that. I, seriously, like I don't want to live at my parents any longer. I do want to save up money and purchase a place rather than rent an apartment. It's an apartment is nine hundred dollars a month. So you're going to be a homeowner. Yeah, with my boyfriend. Yeah. Well, that's right because I offered her five thousand dollars if she could save five thousand dollars to get yeah, a down and payment I on a do that. condo. Yeah. Is, are you saving? How much do we have? Since I finished school, I've been paying off a little bit of debt. And I have. I've started paying it off. And it's not like I'm not putting money into anything. Well, see, there's a flaw to this whole reasoning that plagues a lot of families here. Mm. And I, we're going to take a break, and I'm going to tell you what it is. And when we come back, we have a special message from someone very close to Alexis. We'll hear from him after the break. It could be down the street, around the corner, or in the workplace. Hunger in America is everywhere as one in six people struggle daily to put food on the table. You can help end this problem by donating to Feeding America. Just go to drphil.com to give whatever amount you can, because I promise you, a little goes a long, long way. Hey, audience, do we have a great time here in studio? Angeles area, come join Robin and me in the studio audience. Tickets are free, so just go to drphil.com and click on Be in the Audience. Or you can call 323-461-PHIL. Okay, I'm, I'm back with Alexis and her mother, and we have a <coughs> message uh, for you. Let's take a look. I have access to a lot of big moving trucks, Alexis. And you know what? If you're not out of here by the time you're 25 years old, I'm going to get myself one of those and move you out myself. Her dad is Paul, and he's joining us on the phone from St. Catherine, Quebec. Paul, are you there? Yes, I am. Good day. How are you? Hey, pretty good, pretty good. Thanks. 
What do you want to say to your daughter? Well, you, you know what? Just before the break, uh, Alexis was trying to turn it around. Yes, I do want to save money and stuff like that. That's what I want her to do, to start saving up money. She's got to start now. Not wait in a couple of years, and uh, by the time she's 30, she's still living at home. She's got to start now. Here's what you said, and, and you tell me if I'm reading this wrong. My mom is living in a fantasy world thinking I was able to move out. Yes. Why does she want to take away, throw me out of my rear and take away what I'm used to? <laughs> right? You, I mean, you like this, right? You, you, got a, you got a cushy deal. They act like I'm the biggest mooch. I'm an organized hoarder. <laughs> I've with, always said that. With I, my clothes and shoes. I'm and, an accumulated yeah. hoarder. I just, I keep things nicely neat. And okay, neat. look, here's the deal. Let me just get Looks to the fancy. bottom line and try to make this very simple here. It is important sometimes for families to be able to consolidate economically. Yeah. But that assumes that all of the parties are going to be mature and responsible. It assumes that you negotiate a division of labor. And at a minimum, you take care of everything associated with you. You take care of your room, your laundry, your expenses, your, you know, you contribute your part of being in that home. Mm -hmm. Okay? And this stuff, well, she's a housewife. She can do that. No, yeah, I mean, you might have been able to sell that when you brother. were 14, but she you aren't. She still does it for my brothers. It's like... We're, we're not talking about your brother. <laughs> we're, not, we're talking yeah. about you. If you have to consolidate, that's okay, but everybody does their share. Yeah, You've yeah. got to be willing to, to not decide that you're just a little diva on a pillow there <laughs> because you have a job. Diva. If you still have to work around the house, you've got to be willing to help out. And you need to come up with a plan that says, okay, by date certain, she needs to move out on her own. And if it's eight months, which I think is probably a very long window, but if that's what y'all want, that's fine. So long as, in the interim, you step up and pull your own weight at home. You should contribute. Figure out something where you pay electricity or they, they something, but you contribute so you don't feel like they think you're taking advantage, and you take care of yourself. You do your own laundry, your own room, your own cleaning. You're, you, you, you take care of things, and you're rolling your eyes like, oh, it isn't going to happen. If it doesn't, it's because of you. You don't do it. Do not do it for her. If you do not do it for her, then she will either have to do it, or you say, look, you're violating our agreement, and you need to go. It's just that simple. You've got to teach her to pull her own weight here. You've got a job. That's great. You, you've always pulled your weight, right? Mm -hmm. you, those things we see in the picture, you bought that stuff, you paint your own walls, et cetera. So I got that. <laughs> but now it's time that you pull your own weight until it's time to move out. Mm -hmm. Can you do that? Yeah, I can. Well, then why haven't you been? But my mom doesn't ask me to do anything. <clears throat> she shouldn't have I to ask that. you. I know Thank you very much. I, I understand that. But you sit down but one time. But she does it anyway. She goes downstairs. She But she's going to stop doing that. She's going to stop doing that, she aren't won't. you? No, she won't. She's yes, the will. biggest mommy aren't in the you? world. You, you, you need to stop doing that. You need to make a deal and say, this is your division of labor. And if you don't do it, you're violating your right to be there. I Everybody needs to pull their own weight. Then you don't have resentment that she's there, you, no. you feel like you're earning your right to be there, you set a date certain and move out. It's that simple. And you need to stop doing all this, treating her like she's still 12. She isn't. She likes it, though. She likes she treating likes me like it. that. No, she oh. does. She's saying she doesn't right now, but she does. At the end of the day, 
she's like, oh, I want to do this. And, and plus, she likes to do my laundry because she gets like. to wear it's my clothes. It's about preparing her for the rest I, of her no, life. No, that's why I came here because okay. I'm, so I, do you I'm get making it? it too easy for do her. Do you get it? You need to sit down and actually write out what the division of labor is. Everybody sign it. That's your deal. And you don't keep doing this for her. You're never going to get her prepared to go to the next level in her life. Just because you like to do it, fine. But you're not preparing her. She's no. got to pull her own weight financially and chore-wise around the house. We'll be right back. <laughs> Closed captioning provided by... like to purchase a DVD or transcript of your favorite Dr. Phil show, please log on to drphil.com or call 866-4-DR-PHIL. That's 866-437-7445. 866-437-7445. Okay, I want to thank all of my guests today, and I, I really want to point something out that I think is important to understand. In this economy, you may very well have to live together. I mean, sometimes we do have to consolidate. There's nothing wrong with that. There's no shame in it. But the truth is, it only works if everybody is mature and says, you know what? I'm going to be a contributing part of this family. I'm going to help around the house, whether it's the yard, the housework, contributing to the finances. Everybody just steps up maturely and pulls their own weight. I mean, that's just how it works. And if you don't have that, then you're being exploited. And if you let that happen over and over, you have nobody to blame but yourself. Thanks for being here. So long. Okay, I want to thank all of my guests today, and I, I really want to point something out that I think is important to understand. In this economy, you may very well have to live together. I mean, sometimes we do have to consolidate. There's nothing wrong with that. There's no shame in it. But the truth is, it only works if everybody is mature and says, you know what, I'm going to be a contributing part of this family. I'm going to help around the house, whether it's the yard, the housework, contributing to the finances. Everybody just steps up maturely and pulls their own weight. I mean, that's just how it works. And if you don't have that, then you're being exploited. And if you let that happen over and over, you have nobody to blame but yourself. Thanks for being here. So long. <laughs>